0: Welcome back to another episode of the Music Muse Podcast. Today on the show, we have upped the quality because I got a new mic. Today's guest is a very great alternative artist by the name of Real Face. What is up? Welcome to the show. It's really great to have you on today. Uh, what's what's up? What's going on? Tell us uh, how you doing.
1: Yeah, well, my name's Andrew and I am, like you said... Uh, making some form of alternative rock, kind of in the emo punk style music. And I guess what's going on these days is I just moved to Nashville. uh, And that's kind of fun, just uh, working on music. And I'm a substitute teacher during the days. So,
0: Oh, how's that? You got to tell us some stories about that later on in the episode. We have to hear more about that. Yeah, yeah. so uh you mentioned nashville that's actually where ty combs and john lewis are from two of the people that we have interviewed on the podcast so uh yeah i i know you know them so just uh i guess tell us your relation to them a tiny bit
1: yeah uh like you said they both live here they're both buddies of mine um so that's a little bit probably how you found me uh but i live right now with john lewis and uh, ben and Jordan, the people who play in his band, so we're buddies that way. And Ty Combs, I just met an amazing videographer. Who knows? Maybe we'll be working together in the future.
0: Ooh, is that a is that a is that kind of a a hint or a leak at something, or is are you just saying in general?
1: I'm just saying. Who knows?
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Now, for listeners who don't know you, who are you?
1: Who am i I'm Andrew tyson I am a human being <laughs> uh I enjoy skateboarding with my buddies uh, so after work I'll go do that with them that's a a great exercise and way to just kind of like have fun as an adult yeah yeah um I like i like watching movies that have like a real life grit in them some of my favorites are like ladybird or think like her is really good uh like perks of being a wallflower it's stuff like that i love those type of movies Mm, um obviously i like music but you know that already of course Uh, other than that um i enjoy cracking a cold one hanging with the boys
0: for sure now Max actually does skateboard so Max could you uh I don't know just uh tell us a little bit about what that's like because I don't do that at all. I've tried and uh yeah, I'm not that good at it but uh you know.
2: Well I mean uh sorry sorry about the video um I have people of course you know whenever I'm trying to record moving around the house of course I got that but um uh, I would say I kind of picked up skateboarding uh, when I was a little bit younger because um uh our family went on like a trip to uh, i you probably won't know what this is but it's called uh, blue Mountain and um
0: blue Mountain Ontario yeah, gotta cool. love it I've actually got a friend up there Shout out James
2: <laughs> nice so yeah but anyways um I was younger uh probably, probably six or seven and uh I tried out like skiing for the first time. I was not awful at it. Um, we did a couple runs uh, with like instructors and stuff, and of course they like hold on to you and make sure you kind of you get going or whatever. But um, on the very last run, I was like, "Hey, I wanna, I wanna try it on my own." <laughs> I was like, "All right, sure." So when I went to go stop, what you do is you turn your skis inwards, and I turned them so far inwards that I just went. <laughs> <There's-> <laughs> so- <laughs> So I was like, all right, I guess that's the end of that. So um, a couple of years later, uh, you know, my parents kind of wanted me to be like, you know, a sporty kid. So there's another uh, hill near me that's quite, you know, less expensive than um, somewhere like Blue Mountain uh, called Chicopee. And, you know, they're just smaller hills and things like that. So, you know, less intimidating for a little kid. But um, I was so terrified of skiing. And my parents were like, well, we're not going to just pay for a lesson, right? The guy was like, well, we also know, uh, I also snowboard, so I know how to teach snowboarding. So I was like, you know what, screw it. I'm going to, you know, let start snowboarding. It's kind of stuck with me. It's been, it's been pretty fun um, up until about, like, you know, Corona time. Uh, so I luckily I got out this year. Um, I forget when it was, but, uh, you know, I, I eventually got out this year uh, with a uh, buddy Jackson, but only once. And the lines were so ridiculous. We were out there for, like, uh, I think it was seven hours and we only went like 14 times because
0: of how big the lines are, how many people want to go. Damn. Sounds, uh, sounds pretty packed, but that's honestly what you'd expect. Everyone's just trying to, you know, get out yeah, during probably. COVID and all that. Yeah.
1: Anyway, yeah. Back to you. Sorry. I went a little rogue <laughs> oh, yeah. with that one. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of my favorite skateboarders is from Canada. I oh, I really? think... How far is White Rock from you guys? Is that really far or... White Rock?
0: Judging by the fact that I don't think we both know where it is, then uh yeah, probably a bit far.
1: Oh his name He's know. really good though, Andy Anderson. Oh, so it's in, uh so he's in BC, so yeah, BC. Away from
0: us. Yeah, we're from Ontario actually, so
1: I got grandparents. And I'm showing BC. my um ignorance of uh my knowledge of Canadian geography. Dude, the fact that we
0: didn't know where that was. Yeah, yeah. And we're also like really ignorant as well. We've been talking to a bunch of guests from the UK recently. And yeah, we've been, you know, really screwing up, but
1: it's fine. Yeah, no, totally.
0: Yeah. But speaking of cities, good transition. What city are you from and where did you grow up?
1: Yeah, no, i uh I'm, I'll say I, most of my formative years were in Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, which is near Pittsburgh in the States, kind of like Northeast.
2: Yeah, I, of course I know where
1: that is when I was in Canada. Nice. Um, but yeah, so kind of a small town outside of Pittsburgh called Beaver Falls and yeah.
2: Um, so, uh, so how did you start all this? Like, uh, you've been putting out music since like 2018. Uh, what mm-hmm. have your experience been with like the industry so far? Um, and, uh, how has it
1: been making music for the past few years been? Yeah. So, uh, been making music since I was probably like, you know, seven or something. Uh, and, I grew up playing in church bands, uh, and that's kind of how I got my start, learning how to play with other people and such, and to be honest, I never had a real vision of having my own band. I never really wrote songs until I got to college, and then this would have been around 2016, I started trying to write songs, but still just for fun. And then for a series of events, I kind of dropped out of school for a second, and then took some time off, I transferred into um, my hometown school in uh, Beaver Falls called Geneva College, and there was this vibrant band scene there uh, with a bunch of uh, alternatives. But that
2: that isn't a college, that's a high school, right?
1: Oh, that's a college. Oh, that's actually
2: a college. Sorry, we, uh, up in Canada, we have, uh, like, some high schools are called, like, uh, uh, college institutes, but they're just high school.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, it's just called Geneva College, and... um, of like a four-year university, but there's a bunch of metal and like kind of alternative punk bands and for some reason that kind of just gave me the the kind of thing where you're like oh i could do this too and then i started just writing music um a long time i didn't like i had anything to write about uh i was like what do i have to say that people will care about and then Um, through the series of a lot of the classes, specifically Humanities 103, uh, have a little album about that stuff on the streaming platforms. um, Yeah. And, uh, but through that class and some others, it helped me start forming my own voice of, like I have things I'd like to say about um, friendships and faith and like how we relate to God. And, uh, you know, relationships that don't work relationships that do work and kind of form the ethic of real face being this and that's gonna be about telling the truth and giving hope to people speaking their language and ultimately being kind of just in your face direct about it at the same time So, uh, kind of it's this big thing and then 2018 was the year I was like okay ready to do it and started recording the first record
0: that's actually uh that's actually really cool that's you know it's nice how you just decided i'm gonna go all in on this and did it you know
1: yeah Um, it was it was less of a thing of like me trying to make this project so i could show all my friends and everyone would be like whoa he has a band now it was me kind of stumbling into it like I was writing the songs before, and um, I when I started recording the first record, I didn't even know what the band name was, um, and I didn't even know if like the drums would sound good or if it would come together because up until this point, I'd only produced hip hop and pop music for people, like uh, stuff that's more electronic, midi based. So I yeah. never recorded all these live <laughs> instruments together. So sorry to interrupt,
2: but you used to be uh, a producer, tonight. or did you? Oh uh, yeah, on? I
1: actually, I produce uh, a lot for people still. Uh, so I'd done a few records before Real Face, like um, produced oh. a folk album for somebody. Um, and then one album I could point your fans towards is uh, there's an album called The Real Winner by Hallie um, on Spotify that goes pretty hard. It's a good one, and I produced that.
0: All right, guys, make sure to go check that out. I know I definitely will be just to uh, see a little bit about what Andrew's like as a producer over here. So that sounds great.
1: And like, even in the midst of working on real face, like last year I produced um, an EP for my buddy Sawyer, Norman called everything under the surface and some singles for other people. So, yeah,
0: yeah. You mentioned your relation to John Lewis before. So we've established you guys know each other pretty well. You live together right now. But how I found you is through John Lewis's Instagram live and you were chilling in the back, you know, just sitting, having a good time. And they turned on your single Justice is Closure and you kind of just were, you know, dancing around to it. And I said to myself, oh, wow, like, this is pretty good. Let's have him on the show. So can you explain how you met John and how long you've known him?
1: Yeah, so the first time I met him was uh, one of those cool experiences that you couldn't have planned. Like, I went to his college's final showcase. They were touring around to different cities. And he played his song, Worth It. And Your Eyes Were Dry, if you know those, at the showcase. It would have been 2017. Mm -hmm. And I went up to him afterwards. I was like, dude, that was so sick. And then from that point... I had, a, I didn't talk to him for the next two years or so, like we didn't exchange numbers or anything, but I was in my final year of college and I was doing the same program he did. Um, it's called the Contemporary Music Center in Nashville. Yeah. kind of like, you can get your final credits there in college, but I was doing the same program and kind of with the awareness that like, oh, John went to the school. He was like really sweet. But never like moving there and thinking like, oh, we're going to become buddies. But one day uh, he walked in because him and his team were working on a music video with some of the equipment. And I was like, hey, you're John. You make really rad songs. And he was like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, I remember you at that show. And they they had actually known, this is like one of those funny coincidences. They had actually like listened to Hallie's record, the pop record that I produced. Really? they kind oh, of like through some other people had some connections to my work too. Um, then Purpose it was like, from work. that point, that would have been 2019 and we just became buddies. And, uh, and then last summer I was like, John, um, you want to record on the next real face record? Cause you know, you're a killer guitarist and he was very excited. And he said, uh, some form of expletives to, uh, a yes <laughs> he was
0: yeah something um, along the lines of yes so just leave it at that
1: a, a bold yes yeah yeah and, um, a bold yes and yeah he was pumped and then i got johns producer ben he uh helped do some of the programming on the new record coming out friday and Ooh. um the, so and he mixed it too ben hey uh, his johns producer so
0: he does some good work i can't lie
1: is, Seriously, it's that whole story. and stuff, my boy That's just so cool.
2: I know, right? It's a like of a fairy
0: tale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now you guys live together, so
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> it's funny how it works Keep out. Gone.
1: Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. That's the right. uh John Lewis story of sorts. It's still unfolding. Yeah. Back
2: to you, the whole thing about you being a supply teacher, how did that kind of work itself and the, like your complex history behind oh. the said. Oh, do you mean a substitute teacher? A substitute teacher, yeah, not a supply, yeah.
0: Oh, like, that- in Canada, we actually call it a supply <laughs> teacher. I don't know if that's just a Canadian thing, but like you can say <laughs> yeah, substitute it supply. It's mainly used, we usually say, oh, supply teacher in Canada. That's ah. insane. I didn't realize that people didn't that's use bad. supply. like it varies we like some people say substitute some people say supply that's actually really that's cool i mean
2: where we live in canada we're pretty close to the u.s so that makes sense and we we sound american
1: we don't like have the canadian accent
0: or anything the 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 stereotypical canadian accent yeah yeah
1: yeah um well i think i after graduating college i I graduated with a communications degree and that helps me write and say and a person who has messages, but uh, still a lot of room to figure out a career. And I can education and teaching has always been something important to me. It's like shaped me and who I am. Uh, And I've definitely just had the interest in secondary education specifically. So teaching middle schoolers and high schoolers. So um, it's still something I'm exploring. So that's why substitute is like a good way to get your feet in the water. But I'm oh, just yeah. like learning about it. Yeah. So, I'm in that phase where I'm kind of looking for some jobs and, you know, graphic design work or music, but also I could go the route of teaching too, but kind of in the like year after college, still figuring it out thing. But I love spending time with the kids and being a help there. So I yeah. enjoy that for now.
0: Now, when you come to schools to, you know, do your substitute work, Do you, like, tell them, like, hey, guys, guess what? I make music. Go listen to it. Like, do you promote it to them?
1: No, I mean, that'd be kind of weird because they're all in sixth and seventh grade. Oh, oh.
0: Yeah, I was like, if they were older, like, if they were older and I was was a substitute teacher, I would definitely do that because, like, you visit, like, multiple schools and it's like, oh, like, that's a lot of people. So, yeah, you could get a pretty big fan base. (laughs) It'd be some easy promotion, right?
2: Well, yeah, that and, like having like a teacher like as a kid like i um i still am a kid but i remember being like really really young (laughs) and i'd be like oh my god like this teacher i I think i had a teacher who some sort of like i don't know skateboarder or something like that i i literally cannot remember but i was really into like skateboarding and scootering at the time i was like well no way he's like he's he's totally famous like my i know he's like he's on he's like famous
1: yeah no i uh well the difference though in nashville here if you say you're a musician everyone's like oh okay because <laughs> everybody's a musician yeah, in nashville, yeah yeah i know even well, a if kid Palmer, like you're like oh i'm a musician i have a band they're like oh interesting like that's like i have a dog it's the same thing
0: yeah you know? so funny but yeah It's kind of cool
1: though almost yeah yeah very normal what other Thanks big, great, um, burn- really great
2: album. Uh, tell us a little bit more about uh, you or the creative process behind making the album.
1: Yeah. Okay. So um, that album was kind of my start into, like I had a band at that point and I'd made the first record all alone. Um, but that one was kind of moving towards, Hey, let me make this more collaborative. Um, and so I had some people write guitar parts for it, had more background vocals from my friends and, uh, had some people look at the writing, but still that was a pretty solitary album too. Like I recorded all the instruments myself for the most part. And yeah, um, the album though, like all real face albums are supposed to be kind of a, a progression. So the first one's kind of like trust to distrust based or unbelief to belief. um sacred order was kind of like isolation to community so the first songs are starting about talking about loneliness and just like feeling like you're um by yourself and kind of moving towards hopefully expanding perspective and realizing like you have people around you um there's something greater going on in your life than maybe you can see in the moment uh that's a little bit of the background of the sacred order but Still Sacred Order was a stepping stone in the the real face project um because by the one that I'm going to be putting out Dumb Blue Car that was truly made like where I only recorded two instruments on it and uh I had like 20 or more of my friends recording on it and collaborating because you know like the album was about going from isolation to community but it's like hey uh maybe I should like musically do the same thing um, so on Dumb Blue Car, which is the new one, uh, it truly is supposed to be kind of like that embodiment of giving up all of my creative control and like working with a community of people to make some art that just absolutely rips, you know?
0: Yeah. hundred percent.
1: Mm-hmm. I always admire, admired artists that take their music to heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and I guess so the next questions are a little bit about Dumb Blue Car. So if yeah. you want, I could just keep on riffing.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. Just, cool. just roll into it. Roll into it. Like, come on, yeah. let's hear it all.
1: Okay. okay, so, so far, we've put out two singles. We got Space Control and Justice's Closure streaming everywhere. Yeah. Um, Good
0: ones, by the way. Go listen.
1: Oh, I appreciate it. Um, We're just getting psyched up for the full album release on Friday. Um of this week, that is for the listeners out there, April 30th, um, go stream it. But this album is something that I always told myself I wouldn't do because I felt like it was childish, but it's a breakup album, um, where the first two were like, oh, I was writing about spirituality and like individual stuff. This is just the very normal thing you hear, a breakup album, but I wanted to shed some new light on the standard breakup album because I, I think a lot of times things I've heard that I've really grown from and enjoyed are very victim-y. Like, they're like, the other person's the problem, um, and here's how they wronged me, and I'm sad about it. The uh, Hope in the new Real Face album called Dumb Blue Car is that it does a little more introspective work um, and kind of looking at, Hey, here's some places. Maybe I was short-sighted in the relationship and why it came to a close. Here's uh, things that bum me out, but ultimately I can grow from at the end of the day. So it's 100%. trying to like acknowledge the pain of that experience everybody will go through, um, but still leaving people knowing, Hey, this isn't the final word over your life. There's more to this. Yeah. yeah. That's very motivational for some people, uh, especially
2: people who are going through a breakup at the moment or having a very hard time throughout quarantine.
0: Yeah.
1: Definitely for me, uh, like the reason I write songs a lot is it's for the community of people listening, but it's uh, a place for me to process um, chapters of my life. So, you know, with the first two records, those were capturing the... The years before I wrote them and this one's kind of capturing the last two ish years of my life that felt a little bit confusing. Like I hadn't um, I hadn't gotten as deeply invested in another person as I had um, that the the album is written about the person that I broke up with and um, they took a bigger toll on my psyche than I thought possible. Um, so it took um a lot of uh confusion and and heartache and these are kind of my songs kind of encapsulating that and being like, Here's these experiences, let's let's put them in a way that can hopefully be um helpful to me and others, a place for me to like do some processing work on things that don't make sense to me.
0: Yeah. So Yeah. Now to sort of speed things back a tiny bit, um, you were talking about how yeah. you know breakup albums. It's a bit childish, but you know, like I can see it as like breakup albums normally do typically well, and they're always normally like pretty solid albums. Like when yeah. we talk about known breakout album, a uh, breakup <laughs> breakup albums, we like like pretty known like pretty popular breakup albums. I think 808s and Heartbreaks by Kanye West, which is just I know, right? It was really good.
2: No, no, my mind right away goes to Taylor Swift.
1: Just- <laughs> yeah, no, I was thinking Taylor Swift too, man. Yeah, I don't think by nature they're whiny or like childish. It's just like that insecure voice in me speaking that's like, oh, like that would be whiny and childish if I did it. Because like, I yeah. obviously love like you know 808s and heartbreaks like forget not slow down or like hey yeah you know, yeah I can Taylor Swift but um, <laughs> it's kind of overcoming that voice that's like you know that prideful voice in me that's like oh you're better than this it's like oh, I'm a human I go through these experiences too yeah.
0: yeah
2: and and it sounds like by the way you've kind of constructed the album it almost uh isn't like a generic breakup album where it's just like through this person They sucked. Yeah. (laughs) It was all their fault. It was, it was some, it sounded like some, uh, that initial kind of that, uh, feeling, but then it sounds like you kind of constructed it to make it about more like personal growth and
1: things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a different, very different take on the traditional breakup album. There's the, there's the whole, uh, the truism, like you can, you can get bitter, or you can get better and uh, if you want to stay in bitterness um, you can and you can blame everybody else for what went wrong in your life or if you want to grow and get better you can take responsibility and that's i think a lot of times the challenge but something i'm trying to do like taking responsibility when things aren't working and be like okay let's grow from here
0: definitely now to ask about songs coming on the album, do we have your song "Circles" on the album?
1: Oh, um, actually, no. That was a one-off single. Really? But you can still stream it any time you want.
0: Such yeah. a good song. I'm not even joking. Like, you gotta, you gotta listen to this I one, have, man. I if you're been not been gonna there. go and check out any of the other ones, this one you've gotta go listen to. It's,
2: usually, it's a like banger. The we have on. I usually go check out their music beforehand, but. I haven't done it with him kind of like a sporadic like I had a lot of English to do
0: Uh, (laughs) English homework
1: yeah nice Mm, love it but uh, yeah circles was um actually as you've noticed Ethan it's it's a little bit of a departure from the more common sound I have
0: yeah Uh, yeah I was like this one like it it kind of sets itself apart you know a tiny bit it's like it's you know it does its own thing a tiny bit
1: yeah i i think i just the more i make music i i am just like hey i could do any genre that i want and it, it's something that people have really enjoyed like obviously circles has a lot more um streaming performance than some yeah the other side but um ultimately you can't predict what the algorithm is going to enjoy and what people gravitate towards but uh like even when Circles did really well, I was like I could make more music in this style, but I have this album of songs that I love. And it might not perform as well as like a pop hit, like radio kind of style song. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, maybe in a year or two I'll write some more circles esque songs, but it's just well, at the end of the day you gotta make what you're enjoying currently and
2: Yeah, exactly. Like that's what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. I was like, Don't force yourself to make
1: you can't, like or else it'd just
2: be one. bad. Like, yeah, because like I know a lot of artists who have like veered off that path. Like Ethan, um, I don't know if you noticed, uh, but Ethan, uh, I know you listened to like some Token, but uh, what happened mm-hmm. with Token is around twenty eighteen. Uh, you know, he was kind of making like he was like these like, rock and rap songs. It was like super cool, and then he almost he moved on to like these like uh, like almost like these beats. I'm not exactly sure why. But, I don't know, maybe it was just his interest at the time. Yeah, It was his art. And he stayed true to that. And, you know, like, a lot of his fans liked it. Like, I, I personally like some of them. Uh, mm-hmm. And I still listen to them. And then he came back, uh, like, with the singles, like, Dentures. Like, that was a cool comeback, for sure. Yeah.
1: And just to, like, wrap up a little bit, um, if, if you're out there and you're trying to make music or any type of art, as a listener, uh, I think my advice to you would be, make things you're interested in don't make something that uh you think people will want to hear but like what's the thing that you would do even if nobody heard? like for me i would write these songs just because they're great for me and um i i enjoy the process of creating arguably more than the performance piece like i just like doing it so if if you're making something out there um focus on what you're interested if you're like Really good at sewing, and you love doing that. Don't try to make a, a rap mixtape. Just <laughs> focus on the art that's right in front of you. Um. Yeah. And focus on what you're good at. Then. Yeah. 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 The art shouldn't, in my opinion, making art shouldn't be um, this uh, horrible chore that you're like forcing yourself to do. Um, it should be something yeah. enjoyable, something that takes work and time and effort, and sometimes is hard but ultimately is worth it to you. So do those Plus things of everything,
2: like jobs,
1: school, work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. So th- uh, that's kind of just trying to answer a little bit of the last question you had.
0: Yeah. Like I didn't even have to ask. He just knew. So yeah, once again, to continue on that, just, you know, yeah. put in that effort, put in that work. It's going to take time, but you know, do what you love and, uh, just go from there just make sure you're doing what you love. Make sure you're putting in that work and, uh, yeah, just have a good time with it. Totally. All right. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast today. It was great to have you on and, uh, you know, I really do like your sound and I hope listeners do too. And I'll check you out. So, uh, you know, I'm excited for the album drop. I'm excited for the single coming soon. And, uh, you know, I wish you the best in your music career. And I'm sure Max does as well. Well,
2: absolutely. Like, I personally, I really like metal. So
1: I'm definitely to go ahead. Sadly, it's not metal. iTunes oh, just sorry. characterizes it wrong on on their thing. Oh, they kind of do? Is metal. Yeah, it's well, like real face metal and I'm like okay. You're sure.
0: like, you know, yeah. what, we'll go with that. Like, you know, what, like it doesn't really have that metal sound, but like
1: okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. you know, I would I would classify oh. it as alternative like I said before. Yeah,
1: okay. Yeah, no what totally. Realize, so I really like rock, so sweet uh, you're into it all we love it yeah,
0: yeah he he's and really I uh he it. no i'm serious he really does have a diverse music taste but uh yeah. yeah it's once again it's been amazing to have you on thank you so much for coming and uh yeah. we do hope to have you back
2: oh, totally yeah
1: hit me up i'll be down for well, sure like i looked out at the clock no, it's been like 40 minutes <laughs> yeah thank no you way. ethan and maxwell yeah,
2: absolutely no problem yeah man. all right yeah, really enjoyed having you on thank you very much yeah
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode of the show. If you did enjoy today's episode and enjoyed Real Face and his music, please make sure to share the episode with your friends and family. Share it on all your socials too. It really does help the podcast grow and get as big as possible, which benefits the artists we have here on the show as well as lets us get some bigger names
2: as well. We'd love to do that for you guys. Like we would love to interview you know bigger names things like that. Hundred uh, percent. Socials are uh, YouTube at. Ad- The Music News Podcast and the Instagram and TikTok are at.
0: If you're an artist looking for some publicity, send me a message through the podcast socials or send me an email. I would love to have you on for an interview. If you're a company or a business owner listening and looking for some publicity too, we are open to promote your company. Uh, just message us through socials or email me at musicmusepodcast at gmail.com and we can work something out for sure. That being said, thank you again for listening. Go check out Andrew Real Face on all his socials. Go listen to his music. It's great stuff and stay tuned for the next episode.